Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. Here are your idiot hosts, I mean regular hosts, Adam and Joel. Oh, well, thank you, Autopilot, and welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast once again. Uh, I am Joe Sands Adam. I'm Shannon for Angela. Oh, no. Sands <laughs> mean without. Oh, I've never heard that saying. Sorry, oh. I'm just Shannon. My name's not and, Angela. And I'm Angela. I'm Matt. <laughs> Yay! We're almost a full crew. Um, good thing Adam's not here because he's not going to like what I have to say about something in a couple seconds. <laughs> uh, Tremors 4, guys. Uh, the begin again? The story begins. Yes. Yes. No I'm one warned us ahead of time that this was a stupid prequel. Who warned us? Angela should have warned us. I uh, whatever. It is awesome, so <laughs> I believe I warned you appropriately. Well, I think I agree with Angela. She gave me a complete picture of what this movie was about. Yep. So. Yeah. Anywho, uh, before we dive too much into Tremors, where as always, guys, we are going to talk about some recommendations or some not recommendations for the week. Um, Matt, let's start with you, buddy. I only have one recommendation, but it is a doozy. Hmm. It's a TV show called Legion. Yeah. Hmm. And it is fabulous. I would actually say it's dope as balls. <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah, uh, it's been highly recommended by me and Adam previously. It is great. Well, I haven't seen it, so neither have I. Well, you guys are dumb. Well, it just yeah. might not have Matt, a go female ahead. thing going for I it. don't know what else to say about it. It's amazing. Um Hmm. Yeah, it reminded me of like when Alice fi- uh, follows the rabbit down the rabbit hole, but sure. it's more of like the Marianas Trench, right? Because it's insane. It's <laughs> like following. You have to follow the adventures as a guy, and he's a completely unreliable narrator, so you don't know what's true. Mm-hmm. It's great. They're doing mutants. Sounds right complicated. On that show. It's not that complicated. It's actually pretty simple. It's just uh, you're dealing with mutants. It's an X Men show. Oh, and the dude oh. is crazy, so... I thought it... Is he crazy? Yeah, he's crazy. Is it... Has it been uh, established permanently that he's actually suffering from a mental disorder? If Matt thinks no, he's no, crazy. No, but he's he's crazy, though. Well, yeah. I think I he's been driven crazy by his power. Right. So, what else you got, buddy? That's it. That's it? Ooh. That is a lot. That's something big, week. though, you know? Yeah, it's a must-see. Yeah, definitely. I would, I would agree with you, Matt. Must-see. Hmm. It's must see TV on NBC or FX. <laughs> Angela, what do you got? All righty. So, for the past uh, two weeks or so, I have been binging on Criminal Minds. Mm. Ah. Um, nice. I used to watch it years and years ago, but I quit watching it after about season four or so. After Mandy so Pinkin I'm actually left. experiencing season the remainder of the seasons for the first time, and it's a lot of fun. Gotcha. And I discovered that Inigo Montoya left, left the show because it was just so dark and disturbing. He couldn't mm, handle it. Yeah. Even so make he, pretend. That's not why. That's okay. what he says. He got a better job on Homeland. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> I think there was a gap, but I don't know for sure, so... And Thomas Gibson, or Greg from Dharma and Greg, the got ankle kicker fired for kicking a guy in the shins. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's fun. But anyway, watch Criminal Minds. It's uh, <laughs> dark and disturbing, and you know, I like it. All right. Hmm. Is that it? Yep. All right. Hit me, Shane. Wow. Well, I have continued watching The Ranch. Ooh. And I am <gasps> thoroughly liking this I didn't know you show. were watching The Ranch. I well, thanks for listening to the podcast, douchebag. Yeah. I wow. have not had time yet. <laughs> oh, burn. Disappointed! <laughs> but I'm super excited that you're watching The Ranch. Do you love it? I do. I started last week with just watching the first episode, and I was like, I kind of like it, but I wasn't sure. But now mm-hmm. I just... I love how short the episodes are. They're hilarious. I can totally relate, even though it's a guy, but it's just funny. He's like totally a drama king. And um, 
It's wonderful. And I'm not even like a person that likes Western-like stuff. And it, yeah, it just fits perfectly. It's a great show to watch. I enjoy it. I love uh, Sam Waterston's reaction to his Ugg boots. Oh, no. <laughs> one of my favorite things that happened in the show was one of the other sons. There's two sons. He's telling him mm-hmm. a, the father the joke. And he's like, a horse walks into a bar. And the father goes, how does a horse walk into a bar and no one notices? Right. <laughs> and like the poor you know brother cannot get through the joke without the dad criticizing every piece is it sam elliott the yes dad? oh so that's gotta be hilarious. yeah yeah, yeah. Sam it is, elliott. I'm oh sorry. my goodness the horse walk in a bar without anybody noticing it yeah and then he's like dad it's part of the joke he goes but how do people not notice there's a horse that just walks into the bar like it can't <laughs> open the door and then it gets even better at the end of the episode and it brings back to that exact joke because they ask Ashton Kutcher the same thing. He's like, hey, man, I got a really good joke. And he goes, how does a horse get into a barn? <laughs> a <Right>. bar? <laughs> and you just start laughing because it's just great. I It's a great show. And I'm glad it's on Netflix that I can watch it. It's short, sweet, and perfect. So I'm enjoying it. I also want to recommend Game of Thrones. If you haven't gotten on the Game of Thrones boat, oh my goodness. It is getting better and better with every episode. Did you guys watch the leaked episode? No. I will not watch the leaked episode. Joe, I'm looking at you. Mm. That is just wrong. I'm going to wait for it to come out on Sunday and be a true Game of Thrones person. Mm -hmm. I did, however, make a prediction after last week's episode. You made a prediction? I said, what if this happened? I'm not going to say what it is. And I, I won't don't want to know. La, 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 I, and la, I won't la, say la, anything la. about it. I just was validated and it felt awesome. So I got to... But like, last week's episode was a big old meh, right? People are like, oh, what, nothing happened. But like the biggest thing happened. They right. went out past they the totally wall. They totally confirmed... No, they totally confirmed Jon Snow... Oh, yeah. ...is not just being a Targaryen, but also he's not a bastard. It's oh, it's so, so good. Yeah, it's pretty. What? And I tell a lot of people if they spoiler haven't. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched last week's episode of Game of Thrones, uh, I'm so sorry. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I read the books, but so none of that makes any sense. Well, I believe the show has tra- has diverged from. The no, books not now. at all. It's it's alluded to, and it was a fan theory from the books, Angela, that he was uh, uh, what's her name, Matt Leanna Stark. Uh, sure. Is that is that Ned's sister? It's Leanna, yeah, I think. Yeah, so Leanna, um, the fan theory all along has been that it was Leanna's kid and Rhaegar Targaryen's kid, which is Daenerys' brother. And they have confirmed it now twice. But not only have they confirmed it now twice, um, once in a flashback episode, sort of a flashback episode, and then now again with a actual written document. So it's pretty cool. So if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, but you're wanting to get into the series, just do your best to get past season one, because it's probably the most difficult watch. I had a hard time getting through it as well. Just so much nudity and grotesque. Well, it's not just that. It's slogs and it's poorly acted and the budget's (sighs) not quite there. But now it's like, it is like seeing a movie every week. It's great, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. And, and not just any movie, a good movie. Mm-hmm. So those are my recommendations. So watch Game of Thrones and totally get into The Ranch on Netflix starring Ashen Kutcher and Sam Elliott. Joe? Well, for Angela, I'm going to go ahead and recommend to her to try out Stitcher Premium for, one, for her free month trial and check out a podcast called Hardcore Game of Thrones. It's a mock you series based on hardcore history by a guy named Dan Carlin. And uh, it's a guy goes through the entire uh, like history leading up to book five. And it will tell you all about uh, the lineages and stuff like that. So it's. Uh, so this is fan fiction? I, I don't no, understand. It's, if, it's it's like if, it's a, not the, if it's not George R.R. R. Martin, then why would I take this fact? It's all just a re. It's like a, a narrative. It's a succinct narrative history of Westeros. And okay. it's all from 
uh, as he calls him while he's repeating the history. He repeats it as if it's real history, and he says, Maester Martin says. So he quotes all of the uh, all the stuff that George R. R. Martin has put out, including the prequel book that Adam recommended a couple weeks ago. So you get all this deep, rich history, and every once in a while, he'll, I think it's Benioff and Weiss run the show, and he'll he'll mention, like, Benioff, Maester's Benioff and Weiss don't agree with Maester Martin on this thing. You know, so it's, it's really funny, too. There's a there's a sense of humor to it, but it's it would give you a I mean it's long too it's like 15 hours of listening but it would give you a deeper um, understanding of the show or the books too so I, I guess I'm I'm just confused as to what it would provide me that I wouldn't just get from reading the book well you didn't get the whole Rhaegar and well, I, Leanna I thing and it's in the read books. it five years ago I, right so. I don't you know, it would, that. It, but to be a succinct way to catch up without rereading. Gotcha. So okay. that I'd recommend that to you, and you know, Stitcher Premium is pretty great. I don't. I, I, uh, no. I remember Stitcher before I had iTunes. Right. Well, they are uh, now. Is it not a, available on iTunes? They are now. No, it's not. It's behind a paywall. So oh, okay. uh, they're now a subsidiary of Midroll Media, which also is. Uh, owns comedy bang bang and they're all the, the earwolf podcasts so bang, bang. i had been a subscriber to an app called howl which is their paid app for all the comedy podcasts i like to listen to and that's where hardcore game of thrones is it's on earwolf media and uh since they've bought stitcher they've just merged them so that's why so if you like comedy gotcha. i mean there's there's full comedy albums and stuff on there so it's pretty great hmm. Hmm. but on to my actual recommendations uh, yeah hurry up now first is baywatch <laughs> Oh, oh this is what's going to make Adam upset. This movie is a big swing and a foul tick. It, I mean, it doesn't even, it's not even like a catch at the wall. It it smacks it and it goes over the fence and injures somebody out in the stands. It, <laughs> it had all the potential. All those pieces are there for it to be good. But it has studio meddling written all over it. And uh, every time a character's head turns in the movie... They've ADR'd a different line. So ADR'd? Like, uh, automated dialogue replacement. So typically mm-hmm. on a movie set that's too loud, they don't actually record them live. Right. And you'll have to go back in and re-record lines. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by they've ADR'd a different line in is like that you hardly ever see in a movie someone speak from the back of their head. It's typically, right. you know, they're they're in the close-up. Or at least they're mm-hmm. in frame. No, all the time in this movie, there's at least 30 or 40 dialogue replacements where they try to add a different joke in, and it kind of ruins the movie. Is it worth seeing Zac Efron in a bathing suit? No. How about The Rock? <laughs> no. Is there some chicks with boobs that are awesome? There's lots. And the chick who plays CJ is really, really funny. But there's also just some unnecessary jokes in there that aren't funny. Did he just say there's lots of women's with women's women's women with good boobs well there's like lots of half naked women in it that they're in their bathing suits and they're running in slow-mo and the dudes are doing it too and there's even a nerdy dude with a giant dong matt I you mean, have nothing to say about this there's something for everybody no i'm good <laughs> it's just it's just so close to being good just not good so i i, I don't i don't know skip it or don't i don't really care rather disappointing i I didn't like it i thought i was gonna like everything he does to be great he's fine in it and it's i don't think it's his fault but they it has studio meddling written all over it so there you go watch it and and see if you agree with me it's just it was curse the corporate masters that ruined this good film exactly i'd like to see the original cut the cuts that the the test screenings they sent it to didn't go well because i bet you that cut's probably fine right you know the blooper reel is the best part of the movie it was hilarious you know, you got some of the funniest people in, in the world in the movie, like Rob Hubel, he's in there. And some of the stuff he said in the blooper reels killed me. So you hmm. know that they have they had good takes. So Do you have something that we can see? Like a good recommendation? No. My next recommendation oh. is also a skip it. Is forty seven meters down. Ooh, that's This year's like attempt a... to recapture the magic of Jaws. Oh yeah. It was really bad. First I thought that's a really long way to dig for something. But... Yeah, I was going to say, how far wide is it across? <laughs> <laughs> it's the ocean, buddy. Oh. 
Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> crowd, that's funny. Uh, it it's like a mixture of Jaws and The Descent. Ooh. Yeah, except not done well. It stars Mandy Moore. Ooh. Yikes. Yeah, and it starts off really bad. Hmm. With like some really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. Don't don't watch it. Go watch Jaws and enjoy every minute of it. Okay. It's okay. an oldie but a goodie, that. right? You've never seen Jaws. I don't think Not I to wait, my recollection. Oh, you should watch Jaws. It's very, very good. Yeah, you gotta watch it and tell us about it next week. It's <sighs> on your to do list. Oh yeah, she's so the excited. Blue, the I really Blu-ray don't remastered. have any desire to watch it. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic, Angela. You will love it. There are people it's just shark attacks, right? Like, no, it's a horror yeah. movie. No, yeah, right. But the mon the monster is a shark. shark mm, sort attacks. of. Angela, there are people that will like have a huge shark showing, and they'll sit in inner tubes yeah, they'll and show, watch it. They'll show Jaws, and they'll be sitting in a lake. That'd be <laughs> well, a dope way to watch sharks it. Sharks and lakes. Well, yeah, but it's still like. Like dun dun. This is another dimension dun, to the dun. film. But I would say yeah. that if you like dun, movies dun, dun, dun. Um, and you like Steven Spielberg and you want to see a guy make the best out of a horrible situation and so good that they even coined the term blockbuster from this movie. Summer Blockbuster was named after Jaws. I would mm. watch it. I would definitely watch it. So there, recommend to everybody, go watch Jaws. And it's if you're a true active. movie person, you should watch it. Yeah. Superbly I'm active. Richard Dreyfus. I was in Jaws. I was in Jaws. <laughs> Aww, thank you, Matt. Is in there. It's great. It's great. Hmm. So here we go. Right. From greatness to the top of the trash can. Oh, 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 oh. You're right. You're right. I am jumping the gun. We are going to institute a new segment here on the Movie Dummies <laughs> podcast. We're going to call it Shannon's Impression Corner. Maybe I'll develop some sort of nifty sound effect for the introduction or something can it like be the whole time i'm giving the quote <laughs> maybe maybe it'll just be yakety sacks okay go ahead Let's... what is that so she's gonna give us an impression and we're gonna have to try to figure out both who she's doing <laughs> and what movie it's from oh boy all right are you ready do you know joe i don't she <laughs> no. went to the other room to okay. practice this that's what okay. i said hey i gotta go to the other room <laughs> Okay. Okay. Deep breath. <laughs> I, you can't do that. I won't look at you. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. He's like right across the room from me. If you're working alone, wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> you are not helping staring at me. If you're working alone. Do you have another quote? Uh, nice coat. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice coat. I get it. I know what it's from and I know who she's doing. Matt, do you know? No. <laughs> oh. She she's definitely doing Christian Bale from Batman Begins. Uh I don't oh. think the other quote was from Batman Begins. I thought it was from was one of the say, other ones. When was that She says nice jacket alone. to the homeless dude. He gives his ja- he, he gives his jacket to the homeless guy and it's then flees jacket, Gotham. It's coat. Coat. Right. Nice and when coat. he comes back as Batman and sees that same homeless guy again, he says Nice gold. He actually picks up the bad drug guy and says, I'm Batman. Right. And then he goes, he looks at the homeless guy and he's it, like, nice, nice gold. I think it's he says the, jacket. What but... about the mask, though? Oh, the mask line is from uh, It's when Batman. he's talking to the uh, scarecrow, right? No, he's talking to the cop, the young cop in Batman. Which one is this? Dark Knight Rises? No, the one after that. Okay, it goes, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. So this has to be The Dark Knight Rises, because it has Catwoman in it. Oh, so you yeah. Did, so he's... You did quotes from two different movies, oh. is what you're well, saying. Well, the first quote no one could get, because I couldn't stop laughing, because okay. Joe was being So we're going to have to refine this game. You have to say it from the same movie. Well, of co- okay. I'm sorry. Right. At least I was the same character. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So give me kudos for at least attempting to do a quote while Joe's over there snickering at me. Well, it was hilarious. <laughs> of course it was, because I don't do quotes. I remember the line, though. He's like, if you're going to work alone, wear a mask. <laughs> that voice has not aged well, man. Holy crap. I Anywho, bet. off to Tremors Foreland. Let's all give Shannon a round of applause, right? Yay! Good job. Oh, thank My you. Thank you. My hands are clapping. What are you, Master Pain? Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> I am clapping too. Oh Lord. You have to listen to the Kung Fu episode. Kung Pao? Sure. Whatever it's called. Worst movie. Didn't like it. These men just We boys. all loved it. Yeah. I was alone. I was honest though. I said the movie should be a one, but I give it a seven. Well, there you go. So mm. So we're into a, a good movie. Well, this okay, <laughs> define good. I'm gonna call this movie okay, Tremors Entertaining. Two is the bottom of the trash can. Tremors three is like right on top of that. And Tremors four is like the top of the trash can, like with a banana peel stuck to it. Okay. It's not a good movie. But compared to two and three, this thing's a masterpiece. Where do you put Tremors then? <laughs> it's not in the trash can. It's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> it's on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> not on anyone's shelf, just somewhere. It's, so, it's on everybody's shelf. Everybody loves tremors. It's like an Easter egg you have to find. Yeah, well, you know I what I couldn't find. I actually work with somebody who does not like tremors, even the first one. Oh, that's <gasps> dumb. So, what so the hell is going on? Movie. <laughs> I know, right? It is a stupid that's movie. Exactly what I said to him. Anywho, I couldn't find any sort of sales figures for this movie because it was released straight to DVD. Um, and not even like the DVD numbers site had any numbers on it. <laughs> so I figure it must have made enough money, though, to warrant another sequel, which is like 10 years after this one. So I don't know. I was pleasantly surprised that there was an actual story, though, with this movie where... And no racism. Two and three well, were just... Some racism. There was a little. Yeah. yeah. Forgot, they, a... Even if uh, they're just off the boat. Maybe, yeah. maybe not racism, just stereotypes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sure. Just well, off the boat. Rotten Tomatoes. There's no critic score because this was never released in the theaters. But it has a 32% audio score. And I think that is generous. It got 5.2 on IMDb. That's not bad. Out of, Ooh. Out of 10. Wow. That's higher than right? I thought it would have gotten. Yeah. Right? It's not bad. Well, so, like I said, there was at least a story to this one. Because you were actually entertained by the fact, like, where did these things come from? It answers none of those questions. Of course it does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It gives you a half-butted answer and then covers it all up with turds and goes, forget about everything you've seen. I don't even know seen. what that means. You're trying well, for the I'll word tremors. Or graboids. Anyways, we start off by going into the past, 1889, right? We're going to get the origin story of the graboids. Um, right. Or in this movie, they're called dirt dragons. Which they is, are called Dirt Dragons. Which is a way better name. Kind of sounds like a ninja. I'm Dirt Dragon. Well, of start flying out like ninjas. And, <laughs> and I have to point out that the Chinese guys still named it. Sure. Ah. Well, he there's a legend in China of Dirt Dragons, he right. said. Right, right. So and still. the Native American dude also knows of these creatures from legend. So white people are the only ones who never My heard of a Graboid. Grandfather. Damn white people. So... Gringos. The movie immediately kicks you in the balls and goes, we don't really respect you as moviegoers because this is a period movie where nothing looks period. It all looks kind of brand new, like it was just bought from Home Depot and constructed, and they built the, the they made all the costumes from stuff they bought at Joanne Fabrics. I mean, it, there's not a whole lot of care into making things look period. Yeah, doesn't really look like it's the 1800s. No, it I'm looks thinking like... they did the best they could do with the budget. They exactly. Had. Yeah. It, right. it just looks like it's 2004, and they're trying to make it look like the 1800s. Dude, I really like that big gun that he had, though. Yeah. The punt I, gun. The yeah. Punt gun. The punt gun. Thanks for clarifying, because I'm not talking about his gun. I'm talking about the <laughs> punt gun. And going back to Baywatch and the horrible I hear Bert ADR. Gross has a nice gun, though. <laughs> This uh, this movie has horrible ADR as well, but at least you're looking at the person's face while they're saying the words, so that's something. Hmm. So we start, like, in a mine. Well, yeah, there's some miners, but not miners. It's ERS, not ORS. And they're getting right, gobbled right. up by graboids. No, 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 no. They don't have names for what these are. I'm calling them graboids until we get to dirt they're dragons. They're dirt dragons. So they get gobbled up by graboids. <laughs> Um, we don't see any of the tongues, though. They're just you just see the people like one dude's head gets chopped off, and because they're not graboids yet, they're like these flying worms. They're little. They're just they're babies. babies. They're little baby graboids. 
They just got hatched. So we, we need to name them. Baby Dirt Dragons. Baby dirt Dragons. dragons. Yeah. Baby Dirt Turds. And Juan. Baby Juan Double gets, uh He looks like he's trapped in the mine. But he evidently he gets out. How, we wonder, mm-hmm. but, know, it's but magical. During the credits, what we do get is Photoshop that any retard could do. It's horribly done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's bad. <laughs> it's like they could have spent five more dollars and got some high school kid to do it better than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I'll buy you a pack of smokes, kid. Okay, I'll do it. Uh, yeah. Stupid credits. Credits are over, and the town is called Rejection in this movie instead of Perfection. It's the mm-hmm. same storefront for change. life story. <laughs> but who names a town Rejection? They like, must have thought uh, it'd be funny. But it plays almost no hell? part in the movie. That makes than... a good point. Who names the town Hell? True. Yeah, that's true. Maybe Philip J. Rejection started the town. And he's... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Why is everybody making fun of my name? Oh, uh, anywho. Uh, the, the water tower is the same, and Chang's storefront's the same. So we know now that by the time Val and Earl get to them, it is, they're 100 years old. Right. One hundy. Mm-hmm. This is exactly 100 years before the original Tremors takes place. Right. Right. Ooh. Right, right, right. Uh, but dude, they have some sweet looking tractor thing with a roof. Yeah, that definitely doesn't look period either. Yeah, that's all like colorfully painted. What's up with that? Yeah, I don't understand it. I could. I mean, colors, colors I mean, existed back in those days, right? Right, I, and it's presumably it would be new since it's a new. It seems like it's technology. Their, I don't at know that the, time. The, the train that they used was like thirty years too new, though it didn't exist in the eighteen eighties. Yeah, I'm talking just... about the, the like the village train that like went through. Yeah, the oh. other town. Yeah, the engine is too new. I didn't look Matt that is close. Is a train guy. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a train person. So, person, girl, Anywho. person. So, <laughs> we get the character building. Papa I haven't Chang. decided yet. Papa Chang... Chang's a bit of a uh, doodly dude. Mama Chang's a pill. Walter takes after his grandma for sure, or his great grandma, or who knows. Yeah, we don't know where Walter I'm comes from. I'm not exactly from. sure of the timeline of the Chang family. I don't know if uh, uh, little what's his face, you Foo. who Foo. 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 Who's on first? Who do you do? <laughs> Remind me of the babe. <laughs> the babe with the power. It's oh, you don't want to. So know. anyway, who knows? Who knows <laughs> if Foo is Chang's grandpa or great grandpa or. Whatever. It's got to be someone. We learned that Bert's family owned the mine, which is how he is independently wealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, but when they, in Tremors, the first Tremors, they say that uh, Bert and his wife are new to the area, though. Right. That so, could still be know. true. Maybe they I moved mean, his, there because he, his... They, he may they have relocated away, because right? his family grandpa, owned the mine at yeah, one point. Great-grandpa Hiram owned the mine. Yeah, so... Uh, Bert is now Hiram Gross or Hiram Gross, Hiram Gummer. Gummer. I, I fell into Angela's <laughs> trap. <laughs> uh. And it turns out being the owner of the mine does not automatically make him aware that there was even a problem there and 17 people were viciously killed. Right. So well, well it was a long a, train ride. He didn't uh, get the email. He never got no. the email. They didn't send ravens. And where did these 17 people live? In the Hotel of Rejection? The tent? Because <laughs> the blacksmith wasn't there. Well, they all left. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, but we, it's, they're, they're paying some homage to the first movie a little bit because a fiery redhead shows up and shows a old Hiram to the hotel, and it's obvious that they're going to get together because of old Reba and... Little foreshadowing in the first movie, so you know that he's got a thing for redheads, and that's going to be passed down the line. Right. I wouldn't know anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind of you don't like this character because he's a douchebag. Yeah, when he's in the hotel and make me my bread, and you can have gingerbread, please. And there's one more piece, and he tells little Foo to 
hey, go get my peach brandy and you can have the last piece. And he purposely well, eats it. Well, strictly speaking, he didn't say you can have the last piece. He just asked him if he wanted the last piece. No, he said he'd give it to him if he goes and gets the peach. He goes, go get my nope. peach brandy and it's yours. Yep. And then when okay. he came back, it was gone. And he's like, he told him that little line. Did anybody write it down? I didn't. It's it if people was, can take advantage of you, they any, will. Anybody can be taken advantage of. And if you can, do. There you go. Which is a great lesson to teach the Changs because old Walter Chang lives by that motto. Yeah. Right. I'll buy it for $5. <laughs> that was as good as my Batman. What? That was a great Walter. Graboids! But then. <laughs> so we see Mr. Gummer, you know, and he's. He's a sissy. Sissy. Who doesn't oh, like guns. Who has a teapot tied on the side of his horse. Right. He doesn't do manual labor. He, he doesn't rides do a bike. anything. He, he doesn't know how to ride rides a, horse. a bike. Yeah. Old uh, redheaded girl, Christine's her name, I believe. She is into guns, which uh, shows you where Bert gets his love for the firearms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I have written down here, Hiram is a penis face. <laughs> so that's a good way to describe him. So they all decide to go back to the mine and check check the crap out. And Hiram wants to protect his investment, so he goes along. He tries getting there on his bicycle, uh, but who'd have thought that wouldn't work? <laughs> right and then he complains about the roads as if it's right the roads fault well, that... well first he goes it's a cross-country model like of course right, this right. will work you rube and it breaks immediately and he's like oh horrible road conditions yeah right. because the chain falls off <laughs> the chain falls off like how many of us just stuck the chain back on no it broke uh, yeah oh. it broke in half too yeah the chain well a little uh Foo? Mm-hmm. Foo fixes, fixes it. it. Who? Who? <laughs> oh, man. But when he goes back to the mine with Juan, Jose, Juan. whoever it is. Juan. It's Juan. <laughs> it, <laughs> Some Something Juan. Mexican, anyway. I couldn't remember. Carlos. I didn't write down his name. So he goes it's back Juan. with Juan, but he also picks up three other guys yeah, to come. Yeah, they pick up three other guys. What, what are their mouths like? Or what are their names? I don't one, know. One's well, a guy one's named Soggy. Soggy. Big Horse right. Johnson. Yeah. Big Horse Johnson. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Big Horse Johnson. Some uh, writer. Never forget that nickname. Just laughing himself to death with this one. <laughs> Big Horse Johnson. <laughs> but they seem like genuinely bad guys. I don't know. I just got this well, they're bad. Little, they're kind of reprobates, right? Right. They'll do anything for a buck. And they were going to die anyways, so. Oh, before they leave, um, Hiram, you know, it's the West. You don't go anywhere without a gun. But since he's a sissy, Mary, uh, little Foo gives him his slingshot. Right. Just so you know that that's going to come back. He can't, you have to, can't be unarmed. Right. Right. And we know as moviegoers, that's going to come back somehow. Right. Into the mine they go. Hurrah. And they find the foreman for the mine, Hefe. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Well, Why do they find bones? No, it looks as if maybe it's poop. Like the bones get pooped out. I don't know. Huh? It was like just hmm. most of the skeleton. Yeah, that's that's the part that didn't stay true to the story. Like there shouldn't be any leftovers. But I guess if these were baby... Dirt dragons, whatever yeah, we're calling them. Yeah, maybe they're them. just gnawing on them. Who know, who cares? Who, who Their cares? stomachs aren't developed enough to digest the bones of human people. There you go. People. Uh, so Hiram being the foppish douche that he is, once they leave the mine, they're like, let's go camping. Let's right? go they, camping. Because they don't have time enough <laughs> to get all the way Let's go camping. Back. And he has to sleep on a hammock. No, no, of he course. chooses to sleep on a hammock. Yeah. So, I need yeah. trees. And there's a dude playing the squeeze box, so you know he's he's dead. <laughs> he is right. dead. Okay, and here where they tell him to go play by the horses. Yeah, well, he know they said just get out of here. And he's like, you guys don't know music, and he goes over there because he's in a fuss. He could have just stopped playing and whatever. But this part of the movie is what cracks me up because the tremor eats him, and perfectly the accordion or squeeze box yeah gets flung right on what's his name, Big Horse Johnson. Yeah, right on his <laughs> in his lap. 
Like, really? Of course. Like, it has good aim? Well, yeah. Yeah. It's a movie. <laughs> they do that sometimes. So it lands on, it must have been, it landed on Brick, I think, and Brick gets killed. It. And the Graboids are smaller versions, and they're faster, and they go flying through the air, and they can mm-hmm. tear right through human flesh, but not Bert's hammock. Or Bert. No. Hiram's hammock. No. Kind of like it's, in Tremors 2. When like they could chew mail. through the, the hood of a car in an engine block, but they couldn't eat through the steel paneling on the side of that warehouse. Right. It's, it's yeah. very yeah, convenient. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of those fish. What are those really bad fish that jump Piranhas? out of Oh, no, the Asian carp? Asian carp. Yeah, that come flopping people. out and smacking people, yeah. That's probably where they so, got this idea. Big Horse dies, too, and I thought his kill was hilarious because they, like, one goes high and one goes low. Right. <laughs> they, like, like take him them out. That made me laugh. His scream made me laugh. <laughs> I think about it often while I'm rubbing one out. So Juan and uh, Hiram figure out that they have to get off the ground and they're on a rock. Uh, but they killed one of the mini Graboids too with a pickaxe. Yep. So right. They have to hike back to Rejection where everybody's making noise on the ground and setting up you know, stuff for later. Like you got, what's the Indian dude's name? Tacoma. Uh, Tacoma? Something mm-hmm. like that. That's not yeah, right. Yeah, Tacoma. Tacoma. Indian man. It's Tacoma. No, it's... Or Tacopa? It's Tacoma. It's not Tacoma. 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 I did write it down later. So Tacoma is digging a uh, post hole. Flag He's trying hole. to make a flagpole And hole? that's, you know, that's foreshadowing. That's going to come back to be of use in actually a pretty cool way. A really cool way. So, but yeah. I will admit, because I couldn't remember the specifics when I was watching the movie, I was just like, well, that was dumb. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. Because like, it was literally, they, they cut from the mine to go back to town, literally just for him to dig this post and her to say, what are you doing? I'm digging a post hole. Right. You know, Nevada doesn't even have a flag yet. But when they do, I'll be ready. That's I'm just called like, a that shoehorn. <laughs> They're shoehorning that in. Right. So uh, they may, uh, Juan and Hiram, 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 make it back. I think he's enjoying it. And while Hiram's uh, saying what happened, he calls the Graboids Savagerous. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that was a great word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Hiram has the brilliant idea to send word out for a gunfighter to come help. And he sends it yeah, out to at least three different telegraph fast. stations. Who's Doc Holliday? Doc Holliday is a famous gunfighter. Ah, uh, gotcha. He was played by Val Kilmer in Tombstone. Correct. And uh-huh. Michael J. Fox? Question huh? mark? Oh, no, that's uh, Doc Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> <my>. <laughs> oh that's uh, great. It has nothing like, to do with the old West. Oh. Thank you, uh, Angela. <laughs> You get the best laugh. <laughs> yes. Ooh, where was I? Oh, that was Well, great. it's this point in town when the boy fixes the bike. Oh, yeah. And well, that's bullcrap. Goes up to Hiram and is going to give him the bike, or he wants his bike back, and he uses the line against him. And mm-hmm. little Foo is outsmarted Gummer and yeah. tells him to keep the bike. I summed everything up by saying more bullcrap happens. And then mm-hmm. there's a one-month time jump. Right. And as it turns out, Hiram isn't actually rich. He has all his money sunk into the silver mine. And if it doesn't get back up and running, he's going to go belly ups. He is broke. And there is an old Fred in this movie, too. Just like there's an old Fred in the first one. You mean Black Hand Kelly? No, old Fred. No, an old Fred. Yeah, and they go, oh, what's old Fred's wagon doing down there? And they go down their wagon, and then they see the hat uh, on the ground. And I wrote, oh, and you're like, oh no. His head's going to be Fred. under there. But they pull a fast one on you. Well, you totally skipped over where Black Hand Kelly comes in. This oh, you weird, know what? I did. I, they just old... mentioned old Fred, and I wrote down that there's an old Fred in this movie. We'll get to that in a second. So the gunfighter does show up. It's Black Hand Kelly. Okay, and then we see Fred's wagon torn well, to pieces. He cons Hiram out of the last of his belongings. All right. Right. And so they're going to go dirt dragon killing, except the dirt dragons are a no show. Uh, they find their eggs. Which look right? kind of cool. This all seems like a Jurassic Park ripoff to me. Why? You know, it's just, it just does. 
Well, it's it was... either really big chicken or. Turns out all you needed is to to hatch some Precambrian eggs is hot water. Mm. Well, sure. Not gonna find a lot of that in the desert. (laughs) (laughs) They find that the mini graboids are growing because they've shed their skin, and uh, this is where they find old Fred's wagon Mm -hmm. and his hat. And you expect the head to be under there because the hat's exactly the same as the other old Fred. Right. But no, they pull a fast one on you. They lift up the thing, and then the wind blows, and it opens up the curtains to his wagon, and there he is. There's his head. Yep. Um, How it gets in there is beyond me. I'll shoot off. Well, you know, they were saving it for later. They just spit it it out. out. (laughs) Waste not, want not. Poor old Fred, though. Can't make it through any Tremors movies. So they Mm -hmm. find... What is this place that they find? It's the Mule Station. Muling Station. Muling Muling Station. Station. Where they think the thick floors will protect them, but they never saw the first movie, so. It protects them well, for a short while. it does protect them. They just, the Graboids get smart. Right. See, I thought you would enjoy this part about it, Joe, because the Graboids got smart again. Well, I wrote down that these are the smartest Graboids to date. Mm-hmm. By far. So their offspring becomes dumber? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, they're devolving. <laughs> just like we are. It's an idiocracy for Graboids. <laughs> there you go. And the Tremors movies. Um, Too much Chinese food. Oh. oh. Do they even eat wow. Chinese food Just in this the movie? one. I never Just even the see him eat. No, it was the Chinese guy, not Juan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Graboids don't like Mexican. Uh, the little Graboids... Yeah come through the side hatch while everyone's sleeping in the muling station. And you uh, think they're little. But the, they're like, what's happening now? And the gunfighter dude shoots them up good. But they're just the tongues. And we also learn that Hiram has a lady gun. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I like this little... told him to grab one that felt comfortable to him. <laughs> right. And it's this tiny little thing. I like, I really like this part of the movie. If you're a true Tremors fan, you know that it's a big graboid. Right. With its tentacly, right. but they don't understand what's going on. Right, but I was like, "Yes, well, until, I'm going to see it." Until Juan, he's uh, tapping out the telegraph machine to try to get someone to recognize that they're in trouble at the muling station, which, of course, little food does because he's the smartest dude around. Uh, and right. the graboid comes right through the floor underneath him. But Juan's an experienced bull rider. Yeah, so, <laughs> right. Right. So he just gives a good bull ride and then jumps to a rafter and escapes. It's no big deal. Which, well, sure. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? And it makes perfect sense, too, because it's it's not like they can get their little tentacles around him or anything. Well, they try, but the poor CGI couldn't his get to His parents emigrated from Spain. Right. <laughs> He's got no red on him either, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> so the Graboids start stealing the floorboards. Right. So they're going to take the big planks so that they can get through the floor and get them some lunch. So why is it they could break through the floor? But to, you know, get one at okay, some point. Okay, you're asking for some sort of logic out of this movie. No, no, no. Because the whole the whole uh, floor was not covered in those big giant boards. There were sections around the outskirts that had just normal flooring in it. The outskirts. Right, it could get through the thin floor. Remember, the you, outskirts. You, they show you a camera shot, a, a establishing shot of Juan checking the floor. You know, he's like wrapping it. So you know that it's not the same. The CGI of this movie was actually pretty good. So there wasn't a lot of CGI. Right. I do have some I do have some special effects issues, but we'll get to them. There wasn't a ton of CGI in this movie like there was in two and three. They did a lot of the the Graboids practical, which is good. Yeah. And then Christine is the only one that can go save them, so Well, Christine starts riding back, but before that happens uh, the Graboids, they wait all night. They spend the night there oh, yeah. awake, waiting for the Graboids to get them. And the Graboids have pretty much stolen everything but the last little corner of the muling station. They've taken all the floor planks out. And uh, old gunfighter dude has these silver dangly things on his hip. So they hear him, and he gets eaten it up. But while he's getting swallowed, yeah, he, he starts like shooting down into the mouth of the Graboid. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, what are you doing? Eat this, sucker. He's like, I'm not going out without a bang. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know, I thought he was going to come back, like, but he wasn't in a barrel like Tremors 2, so. Right. Three. Three, sorry. Three. I get those stupid movies mixed up. 
So Christine uh-huh. does come to their rescue because she's a fiery redhead. Mm-hmm. But yep. they they all feel like everything's over and they're not being followed. Right. But this is the well, I don't know if I was impressed by this. I'm wondering what everyone else thinks. When they showed the graboid go Grab-eyed. sorry, the graboid go from when it goes under the bridge. Yeah. It goes from dirt to Yeah, no I thought dirt. that was cool. Okay, I thought it was cool. What I, I like, hated, though, was that Juan apparently saw it from the road. I think he saw well, the I mean, bridge it made collapse. like a shake on the bridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I, I would right. imagine that bridge collapsed. Right. Okay. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Or he can see through the dirt. You don't know. Uh, yeah. It was a smoke. I mean, it, it, it seemed like he had a monitor in the uh, in the wagon, and he saw what we saw. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, he had the uh, magical seismograph thing that Earl had in two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defying wireless technology, even by today's standards. Right, right. Oh, boy. So, so poor Gummer is, like, defeated. Well, everyone's all defeated. Then Christine runs some sweet game on him and tries to blackmail the, the mine out from under him. He's mm-hmm. like, whatever, take the mine, and he just leaves. Uh, they try You're going to have the stinking mine. They send in the nuclear option, though, the sad kid, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. still doesn't work, because he's a selfish douche, so he leaves town, and uh, Juan starts checking out the perimeter and uh, sees that the Graboids are on their way inside the valley. And how Uh-oh. the f- fact that the Graboids didn't like pick up on his sound? They did, but the horse is faster than them for once. This movie makes no logical sense. Just stop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they send word to the town that Hiram's in, and he suddenly grows a conscience and goes back to help. Well, I think they're his just sending... His heart grew... <laughs> his heart grew three sizes. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. I really don't think they were sending messages to him. I think they were sending... No, they were sent... No, he... To the town he was at, and they the dude starts reading it in the telegraph station. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> look at these retards. Giant words. Right. They're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah. like they're Bozo the Clown people. Come on, Bozo the Clown. That's the voice we were doing, Matt. Bozo the Clown. You sounded like uh, Bozo was, the Clown. I was going for Krusty. <laughs> yeah. See. Hey, hey. It's it's a clown. Hey. Oh boy. <laughs> I know you don't like clowns. Sorry, Angela. So no, I'm good. the people of Rejection are all packed up and ready to get out of town because they're they've lost hope and we see old Hiram all heroically returning to the fight or something. Yeah, something. He, he's but he's gonna... gone full Bert gross, and he has a wagon mm-hmm. full of sweet guns, and then they get all armed up and ready to fight the dirt dragons. How long you think it took him to uh, learn how to use these things? He he still doesn't. At the end of the movie, he still doesn't know. He's trying to shoot a can and he gets the girl right. instead. So anyways, there's a pretty good Alamo joke while they're making their sweet plans. Yeah, that actually made me chuckle. Joe as well. Speak for yourself, man. And uh, Lady Chang makes <laughs> a sweet seismometer system with cans and sticks. After poor Fu mm-hmm. had to eat tons of beans, yeah. that poor kid. <laughs> Kids got gas up the wazoo, man. Right. And then they rigged no the town No wonder that building advantage. collapsed. Oh. Hello. Uh... <laughs> I wrote Kevin McAllister would be proud of them. Oh, the cans? No, the just trap? Of all, all of the their setups they got going on. The right. two? So the trap works, sort of, and they bag one Graboid, but because we've seen these movies before and there's two more, and we know they get smarter every time, uh, the traps aren't going to continue to working. Right. And they eat the giant punt gun. So I don't understand they why do. the Chinese people are speaking Chinese. Because they do that sometimes. What? They usually they usually uh, follow China it up in English, right? I I guess that's... <laughs> I don't understand your question. I'm so confused. It's like she says she says like her little like Chinese sayings, you know, and well, she yeah. says them in Chinese. And then yeah, why did they bother speaking it before they cleared in up in English? Yeah, right. That's the... because that's what they do. But then uh, there was that's some what part they do. Exactly. That's part of those stereotypes I was talking about. Oh, all the Chinese ones happen at the end there. Oh, poor Chinese. I'm sorry. I don't mean. But here, 
here is where I have my issues with special effects. It appears that every time the large graboids come out of the ground, Mm -hmm. they don't actually film them going back into the ground. They just hit the reverse or hit rewind. Oh, yeah. They just rock it back. On the footage. Yeah. (laughs) It's awful. It's terrible. Yeah, the CGI was pretty bad for 2004. Yeah. They didn't use much of it, though. Right. But we do get Juan getting chased up a telegraph pole. A telegraph yeah, pole? Fun. Yeah, there's no telephones, idiot. But the, it's a telegraph pole. The post hole the Indian dude was digging earlier comes back. He drops a saw into it and bangs it with a hammer, and the graboid kills itself. Yep. Yeah. That was actually that pretty was pretty cool. sweet. Yeah. And then the Indian dude, Tacopa, is his name. He seems to bite mm-hmm. it when the third and final graboid comes chasing after him, but he only ate the cigar store Indian statue. The decoy. Yeah. I actually believed it killed him. Me too. And I've seen this before. So I was like. (laughs) (laughs) It killed his hopes and dreams. His soaps? Yeah. Soaps and dreams. I don't think they ever clean themselves in this movie. Wow. Soaps and creams. So they, they come up a plan with a plan that's basically ripped off from Jaws to kill the last one. And while they're setting it up, the telegraph starts clicking and the graboid blows up Chang's re- the whole store, basically, and the, with the kid inside. This is a sad moment. You don't want the kid to die. It's like, no. No, this movie isn't Game of Thrones. They don't Think kill for yourself, kids. For, for those of us who have never seen Jaws, what, are, what do, you, do you mean? You'll the have to see Jaws. You'll have to see Jaws. I mean, do you mean the firecracker thing? You'll have to see Jaws. I'm not going to spoil it for you. you. So Christine <laughs> shoots some tongues and then one punches her in the face for revenge. I thought that was funny. Yeah. And they start shooting the old final graboid because it doesn't go back in the ground. It just, it's stuck outside. No, its tail is outside the ground. Right, but it, like, it doesn't try to run away. It's just taking all these shots. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Anyways, Hiram comes up with a sweet off the top of the dome plan and, uh, they, uh, hook the hook to the, to the tail Tail. of the graboid, put it onto the tractor, which we saw earlier was being used as a winch for the well. Mm-hmm. And see, it pulled up the little kid so slow in the beginning, you know, but now it can whip that graboid, which is, I don't know, conservatively a, a little heavier than the kid. It can whip that graboid backwards so fast that when it hits the tractor, it smashes it into smithereenies. It explodes on impact. Right. It's like sensitive. Which made me think, like, did they stick the bomb in front of it? I mean, they didn't make the bomb. They didn't finish it. They, they never, never even made the bomb. Well, I, he called the just... Chinese guy away before. He was like, "You don't. we don't have time for that. Come help me with this. Uh, I still don't understand how it exploded. Oh, well. It, it just doesn't make any sense. It's just right. bananas. Well, it's the end of the movie. Hiram saved the day. Yeah. They're all covered in graboid guts, and they all celebrate. Woo-hoo! Yay! Which is kind of stupid, because there are at least four more instances of graboid attacks in the future. So they didn't really do a good job. Four <laughs> more? They should get... have went on an, on an expedition to look search for eggs in the a ground. A routine expedition? Ooh. Yeah. A routine. It's the land of the lost, anyways. Mm-hmm. So we get the stupid, stupid, stupid reason why Bert and the rest of the residents of Perfection never heard of Graboids, because their ancestors all agreed just not to tell anyone. Dumb. Yeah, not even your own children? Which wouldn't make no, sense. No, because that would make them sound yeah, yeah. crazy. No, they have no evidence children. to... You'd tell your children because you'd want them to survive if they ever came back. So what'd they do with all the graboids that were in the ground in town? Just leave them there? Bury them well, under yeah, dirt? They just, they, I mean, I don't think they have any bone structures. So all mm. they would be left would, after they decompose, all that would be left is those spine thingies. Well, are they, they would just like, look like acid normal fossils. blood or something or stinky they Insects. stink, but they don't have acid blood. They're not the xenomorph from the alien movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, after seeing the bones in the mine, it makes you think that like they dissolve the meat no, they're just of hungry. humans and <laughs> leave the bones. I don't know. I don't know either. Who cares? If I were them, I'd be searching the valley for more eggs so I could destroy them, but it's not like they're miners right. or anything. Right, right, right. Uh, so we get sure. Hiram still not being a gunman, but he's got Lady Game, and Christine is already setting up the Gummer legacy by buying him a sweet Gatling gun. 
Yep. Which he, yep. he grows the, such a large rod <laughs> that I think it lasts through the Gummer generations. <laughs> yep. But it also foreshadows the house that's weirdly yeah, that's built. About. But like Matt said, I thought Reba and whatever. No, they, no they definitely mentioned it in the first movie. But like you guys said, he could have came back. Oh, you know, yeah. gotcha. Oh, my dad died, so I get the farm or whatever. Right. Right. Well, this is where they said they're going out there to retire. <laughs> right. So. No, he said he said that they chose to settle there because of the geographic isolation. Right, but they're obviously either you know he's still rich from the mine, or he went out there to retire or something. They're independently right, wealthy. Right. Neither of them work. Yeah, yeah. And so this mine must not have made that much money. Or they've wasted all the money because the town is still a nothing well, town. The town's a nothing town, but Bert's living large, so who cares? Right. Capitalism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's trickle down. I did like the part where the Indian, they ask, whatever the Indian guy's name is. Tacopa. Tacopa, they ask him what he wants because he's giving everyone after oh, the yeah. mines up what they want you know the hotel is actually going to have walls and whatnot and the indian wants a statue of himself oh yeah because when uh bert first starts talking about the or bert encounters tacopa dusting the okay hiram encounters tacopa dusting the cigar store statue indian or whatever he's like he's like this is a statue of me yeah. And uh, everybody should have a statue of themselves, you know? It's dumb. And then yeah. Christine is just like, oh, that that's just a cigar store, India. Somebody bar- bar- bartered with me for that or something. I don't know. Was... Yeah, because he couldn't pay his bail. Right. It was all sad that it wasn't of him. It's like, it could be of me. Right. So, the movie's over. Oh. Yay. Thank goodness. Matt, Yay. what do you rate it, buddy? Uh, uh, I don't know. You know, I rated the worst one before this a 1.6. I think I'm going to have to give it the same rating because it just wasn't good. Gotcha. So a 1.6? 1.6. It's tied with the worst one. Angela? I'm going to give it a 6. That is a bold statement. Mm-hmm. Why do you give it a six? Because I enjoy the Tremors anthology. Well, no answer she's going to give is going to be worth a six, so who cares? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. I... See, a six is a very generous review. Okay, I have reasoning behind my rating. Oh, well, let's hear it. So I also rated Tremors for six. I thought, besides the fact that it didn't really have... Like, good acting. (laughs) It didn't have the things that make movies good, good. No, but it wasn't, like, horrible to the point to where I couldn't watch it. Or I actually, as I'm sitting there watching the movie, I wanted to know what was going to happen next. And that's what you want in a movie. You want to keep watching so you know what's going to happen next, where, I'm sorry, but kung pao enter the fist i was like oh my gosh just turn the stupid movie off so with this movie the fact that i wanted to know what was going to happen and then it was kind of like i was waiting for some foreshadowing from the actual tremors movie made me yeah plenty of that you know continue to watch this and it had some integrity to it and i liked how bert was actually in the movie or hiram as himself and i like you know the fact that it goes back and it kind of gives you the history of the town and these these graboids or dirt dragons whatever you want to call them so the fact that it actually had a story was very appealing so that's why i actually rate it higher than tremors 2 and tremors 3 i think if this movie came after the tremors movie and it had a budget, I think it would have went well. Anywho. Mm-hmm. All I heard was blah, blah, blah. I'm stupid, blah, blah, blah. It's crazy. He's calling his own wife stupid. <laughs> Just for liking this movie. So here, I'll, I'm going to rate this movie a three. It's better It's better than 
it's so far it's the best sequel but it the problem with these sequels is they lack everything that was great about tremors they're not fun the closest one to having fun was the idiot grady who didn't belong in the movie (laughs) he was funny he was shoehorned into the stupid movie so hard it actually made my stomach hurt but like they're just not fun there's no like it's i guess it's funny there's funny parts but they're not val and earl there's no fun there's they caught magic in a bottle with that first one with kevin bacon and fred ward i think that's his name right yeah yeah and they just can't you can't repeat that type of chemistry i mean you just can't manufacture it and as fun as michael gross is to see continuing to play some sort of gummer you know it's just not like his character is just not enough you know what i mean it would have been a lot more fun had they brought reba back Hmm, that would have been great you know but i don't know it's just it doesn't have that it's just not fun so you know i'm not gonna give it the worst rating i've given anything it's a three i think this one's actually worth watching compared to the other two but some news i'd like to share that is actually like 10 out of 10 news is that kevin bacon has recently said that he's going to be working with sci-fi and developing a sequel series to the first movie yep so that is pretty darn exciting for Tremors fans. <coughs> Yippee! Get, you know, Valentine's back. Are they going to get Fred Ward? I hope so. I mean, if they don't, then there's no way of knowing whether it's going to be just like any of the other sequels. Right. Only half the, half the talent. Right. Is it going to be fun or is it going to be Sharknado? I mean, some would argue that Sharknado is fun. Someone would argue that a whip to the back is fun. Right. <laughs> Some people are into that. To sort each of their own. Masochistic behavior. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so those are our ratings. This isn't the worst so far. Um, who knows? It might be the best of the sequels. We haven't seen Tremors 5 yet. <laughs> yet. I have. And uh, from Angela's glowing recommendation from previous weeks, it's a gem. So I just can't wait to... Sit down and not watch that. Jamie Kennedy, everybody. Oh, sweet Lord. So we get both low rent and actual Jamie Kennedy in these movies. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just going to keep shaking my head because he keeps saying I'm stupid. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. You make one joke on a podcast. You get kicked in the balls. So, out of curiosity, who is low rent J.B. Kennedy? Grady. <laughs> oh, okay. Moving on. He's like if uh, Jamie Kennedy and Justin Bartha had a love child. Really? Yeah. Not, you not know, like I'll you give could... you that. A less famous compl- love child. I completely see that. <laughs> Why couldn't you say, like, some chick and a guy? Because he had the attitude of Jamie Kennedy, but he looks like Justin Bartha. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm, whatever. Angel agrees. With it's me. not if it's not if they actually had a baby. No, you, they, they <laughs> you can't like merge them together. That really. would be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like in uh, How to Lose Your Guy in Ten Days, where she has yeah, the she book, has the pictures. This is what our babies will look like. McConaughey's right. line reading is fantastic in that part. <laughs> he goes, "They're so attractive." <laughs> <laughs> Kills me. Uh, yeah, it's a decent movie. Maybe we should review that in the future. I was just thinking, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I need to watch that. Perfect. Maybe that, that. maybe that will be two weeks out. That's ridiculous enough to talk about. But for next week, Ooh. we're going to have a more I'm fun... I'm so excited. We're going to have a more fun type of ridiculous. This is honestly one of my favorite movies. Uh-huh. I uh, like it, too. A little company named Disney. You know, I don't know if, you don't know if you've ever heard of them. Uh, but they released this movie, gosh, it's got to be 01, somewhere around there. I haven't looked it up. Something like that. It's The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, uh, yeah. One of their, I think one of their shining shining pieces in there between the musicals years. Right. Where they were doing the ones between the musicals. Their Treasure Planets, The Atlantises, which are, those are both good, but. The Atlantises? Atlantis is not a musical. I don't think I saw the second Atlantis. I just meant. Oh, gotcha. That gotcha. type. That type of movie. It was 2000, by the way. 2000. Oh, wow. Perfect. And their next real musical between uh, Hither and Yon was Tangled, right? 
Yeah, I yes, think that's... I believe so, so. That was a big old gap. But anyways, we're going to do the Emperor's New Groove next week, and it's going to be fun, and we're going to probably quote all of Croc's lines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or many more. That means I have to come up with a really good... There were quote. two Atlantises. Yeah, there was. But yeah. But the other one's like Milo's Journey or something. Atlantis, Milo's Return. Return. There uh, you go. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do the sound joke just I'm going to smash you with a hammer! <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I have no bucks. idea what's happening. Well, that's <laughs> a quote from You will after group. next week, bud. Yep. Is this mild for us? Yeah. There's going to be a lot of that going on. Oh, boy. So, everybody, thanks for listening. And as always, you can check out all of our movie reviews and past episodes on moviedummies.com. And as mm-hmm. I plugged Stitcher Premium earlier, we are now available on Stitcher for any of those who are uh, Stitcher users. And it's free. Um, they need to get their head in the game and get all of our back catalog uploaded, though. They only have part of it, so whatever. Hey. I'm just appreciative that we are on there. There you go. Another platform for people to reach us, rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher, all that jazz. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Oh, we don't have to say anything about... Oh, we will. Oh, okay. Oh, get your Batman voice back out. My Batman voice. All right, so... (laughs) I'm Joe. (laughs) I'm Shannon. (laughs) I can't do it. You can, come on. (laughs) Get it together, Angela. We're trying to outro here. That was Matt. <laughs> Matt, are you there? Angela, Angela disappeared. She can't handle it. Uh, Matt, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Angela. And as always, I'm Shannon. <laughs> I can't do it. Come on. We have a catchphrase. Yay! No, Michael Bay. Come on. <laughs> Get your Batman voice out. Michael Bay. <laughs> I can't do it. We've been doing this for a year. You can't say yay, Michael Bay? I can't do it with Batman's voice. <laughs> Come on. Can you do it in your Adam Sandler impression? That one was really good. Save me, someone. Save me. Oh. Yay, Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> That was a mercy killing. <laughs>